you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now podcast. I am your host, Sabine Gideon, and I am excited to bring you episode 26. Today, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. And if you've been listening for a while, you already know I'm going to say the N-word, and that is networking. However, today's focus on the topic is going to be from a different perspective. And really, it's around how to help you get more comfortable with networking and applying those strategies in a way that feels genuine and authentic for you. So I've talked in the past about the benefits of networking, the power of networking. I've given you specific networking strategies. But I know that even with those, sometimes depending on our experiences, People really do. When I bring up the word networking, I know that many individuals, specifically women, still feel some kind of way, if you will, about what it means to network and what it means to be networking and what it means to build your network. So today's focus is going to be on the networking gap and how network building is different for women. So I'm pretty sure none of you are surprised at the fact that Men and women are different, of course. Secondly, how we approach things or how we perceive things or how things feel relatable to us is completely different. And so I want to, to the extent that I can, because I know the power of networking, I know the benefits of networking. Back in my corporate career, a lot of my success could be attributed to networking and to ensuring that I built relationships all throughout the organization. And even in my business, a lot of my success can be attributed to uh, my ability to network and to build genuine, long-lasting, and reciprocal relationships with others. And so if you're wondering why I feel so passionate about it is because I've seen it work in, in so many different capacities in my life and in my journey, as well as for others, for both those who have been my clients, as well as those who are my colleagues in business and in corporate America. So when you think about, uh, when you hear the saying, success leaves clues, one of the clues that I've picked up on when it comes to building a business or when it comes to growing your career or expanding your organization, networking is one of the fundamental elements. And so hence why I, I repeatedly share with you as much as I can about it because I want you to be successful and I want you to have the tools and the strategies that you know will help support that. 
Again, it's no secret that network building for women, especially women of color, is a vastly different experience than it is for men. Networking, no matter who you are, can be certifiably uncomfortable. In fact, Francesca Gino, a professor at Harvard Business School, even led a study once about how professional networking makes people feel physically dirty. And I've had people say that to me, that they just feel disgusting, they feel icky, they feel dirty, they feel gross when they think about networking. Francesca, along with her coworkers, called it the Macbeth effect, meaning like Lady Macbeth, washing imaginary bloodstains off her hands and just feeling dirty. Now, I know that that seems a little dramatic, but I do understand individuals responding that way. So how can we get over or maybe even through that feeling? Because I I do think that there are ways to work through that. And how can we not need to take a shower in Listerine to get ahead in business? As Carmen Nobel says in her Harvard Business Review article, uh, summing up Gino's work, when we look at how men network, we can see a pattern. And it includes influence and a position of power. And the good thing around networking that it doesn't have to just be about building connections or building building relationships. That is very important and foundational as to you know why you should be doing it. But there's also opportunity when it comes to uh, funding. And for those of you who have been in business for a while, for those of you who are in the pathway or have the mindset around growth and growing your business and maybe looking for other revenue sources, that space, that VC space has been traditionally uh, male dominated and specifically white male dominated. With that, I just want to share with you a couple of don'ts, if you will, when it comes to when it comes to networking. And again, the the focus of this is really to shift your mindset, especially if you're one of those people who have a visceral reaction to the word networking or the thought of networking or the thought of being in a large group and introducing yourself with an elevator pitch. This is for you, and even for those who are comfortable with it. I mean, I'd like to think that I'm pretty uh, comfortable when it comes to meeting new people and networking. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I don't still go through some mental processing around how I'm going to show up, how I'm going to be perceived. What will I say? All of those things I still deal with. I've just learned some tools on how to get around them or better yet, not to allow them to keep me stuck or uh, keep me frozen in a place of fear. With that, Let's talk about what not to do when it comes to networking, especially as women. So think about it. How do we learn how to network? And more importantly, how do we as women learn how not to network? First, in order to answer those questions, let's look at some examples of how men learn to network as an important first step. There's a quote by Raquel Thomas, president of learning.org, an online community that fosters women's leadership that explains perfectly where the inequality between men and women in networking has its roots. She states, I think men are socialized from the get-go to understand that mixing business and friendship is what you do to get ahead. We as women, however, aren't as comfortable doing that. Yes, it could be said that men have more opportunities larger networks, wider audiences, the ability to walk in a room and not have to demand attention, but have it willingly given 
And the studies show that men are more comfortable forming these relationships, speaking up and asking for what they want. For example, Helen Fisher, a PhD and and biological anthropologist, says in her book, Why Him? Why Her? Men and women have very different brains and they do network differently. The male brain is more compartmentalized. They get straight to the point. They know the goal. They tend to decide right away with little to no small talk whether they will work with you or not. Now, again, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that, yes, I am totally generalizing here in terms of these facts and these statements and even this research done around the differences between how men and women network. Of course, there are exceptions to the rule, but just think about it in the sense of on average, right? Or thinking broadly in terms of the differences in the approach between men and women, it is true. It is fact. It has been researched that men are socialized to network from a very young age versus women. That's not our focus. We're taught to be nice. We're taught to be nurturing. We're taught to be caring and networking and building relationships and using your voice and asking for what you want and all these other things that would help us be more confident when it comes to networking aren't typically the focus for us. So at the end of the day, if you think about it, if in general, men are, I would say, predispositioned to be successful networkers versus women, it's obvious that breaking that barrier for women is not necessarily going to be easy, but we know that it is necessary. And not only is it necessary, but it's possible. As you think about this, as you're listening to this episode and, and maybe things are clicking for you, I'd be curious to, to hear your thoughts and even some of your experiences when it's come to networking. If you're one of those people who are, um, you love networking, like that is your jam. I'd love to hear what techniques have you put in place to push past any fears or any reservations? And if you're someone who tries to avoid it like the plague, I'd also love to understand what is stopping you. What are those uh, messages that come up for you when it comes to stepping outside and networking with, with others or your industry? I'd love to hear it. So please feel free to send me a message on LinkedIn. Or you can DM me on Instagram or send me an email directly at support at sabinegideon.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your strategies and your tips if it's working. And if you're feeling stuck, I'd love to understand where and why and how um, I can perhaps support you with some additional uh, strategies and tips. Going back to the content here. So we talked about some of the ways, or at least we've examined how men are predispositioned when it comes to networking. So let's talk now about how women network differently from men. When you think about it, again, these are generalized statements, but they have been proven and backed by research. So when it comes to women and the way that we operate, especially in business and our careers, we look for long-term relationships in business. This is helpful, but of course, that's not all there is. As women, as leaders, again, because of how we're raised and predispositioned, we're naturally inclined to think of others before ourselves. So this is the reminder that 
Your business needs to work for you. And that really begins in building your network and finding reciprocal relationships within your industry, within your field, or whatever type of work that you're doing. Second piece to this is women are said to have fewer opportunities due to not attending networking socials outside of work hours. So that that includes people in corporate as well as individuals in business. And of course, coming out of the pandemic, even though I know some places have been open a lot longer than others. I lived in LA for a good part of two and a half years. And I feel like just recently, literally, that it was okay to hang out with people in person again. So that being said, whether or not due to the pandemic, you have other obligations in terms of childcare, in terms of family responsibilities that can create an impact on your availability or your capacity to get out there and network. But I definitely do think that the in-person aspect of networking is invaluable. Virtual works, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I did not stop networking virtually, but there, there is something to be said about being in-person, one-on-one, and face-to-face with others. So as we think about networking and its importance and how men have been able to leverage it to be successful and some of the the challenges or obstacles that we as women may have. I want to drive home the point that in order to be really effective in your networking efforts, at the end of the day, it's, it's your authenticity that matters. It's your genuine approach and your ability to build connections and to build relationships with others. There's a lot to be said about being able to boldly and confidently go into any room or any environment and command the room and just take up space. I admire individuals who do that naturally, but that may not necessarily be the the most comfortable for everyone. So at the end of the day, my encouragement to you is, is really to focus on what works for you. How do you like to meet people? How do you like to build relationships? What types of environments make you feel safe or make you feel comfortable? What type of individuals, be it other women business owners or business owners in general, do you want to associate yourself with? I think the biggest impact that networking has is that it allows you to connect with or join with like-minded people. If you're at a certain place in your business or in your career, you ought to be around people who are at that same level or are a little above you so that they can challenge you, so that they can help you grow, so that they can possibly give you resources or show you tools that can help you advance. So if networking is really something that still makes you uncomfortable, I just invite you to take away all of the bad experiences and all of the things that you may have heard and just decide for yourself, what's important to me? What makes me feel good? Because at the end of the day, none of us are building our businesses by ourselves. Even without our teams, definitely, obviously we need our teams, but even without our teams, it's our network that it is allowing us to continue to grow both as individuals, as CEOs, and as business owners. And so if at some point you want to move away from hustle or you want to move away from constantly doing business development and you want a referral-based business, guess what? You're going to need to build up that network. 
of course, your clients are going to be great referral sources, but you also have the opportunity to connect and to meet with others that can help you grow as well. Again, I'm a big fan of making relationships reciprocal. So not just focusing on, okay, what can I get out of this relationship? Or what does this person have that that I can take advantage of? But really thinking through, what do I have to offer? How can I support others? How can I be a mentor to others? How can I pull other people up? Or how can I make my network accessible to others? So think through what it is that you want out of your networking experiences, what would be beneficial to you. And then on the flip side of that, think through what do I have to offer? How can I support? How can I give? Um, And how can I pour into others so that they will want to not only continue to connect with me, but do business with me or support me or collaborate with me. And then lastly, I did mention funding because I do think that's important. And I think in the space that we're in, we're seeing a lot more conversation around women gaining access to funds. Again, I know everyone's business model is different. Everyone is in a different space, but just having slight toe in the door uh, in that world of VC funding, that there are more and more opportunities that are becoming available. And so the encouragement here would be if you are in that space where you're looking for funding to grow your business or to expand or to step into a new market, searching for business grants that want to partner with women, searching for organizations, accelerators who are focused on expanding opportunities for women, VCs, uh, venture capitalists that specifically support or invest in women-run organizations. And so the good thing is, based on everything that has happened the last couple of years, there's been spotlight on the disadvantages that we as women have had in our careers in organizations, as well as board positions and in our businesses. And so therefore, it has incentivize some of these traditional systems, male-dominated systems to turn around and pour back into us. And so think of your mission, think of the impact that you want to make, think of the influence that you want to have, and then figure out what is the appropriate strategy? Who are the individuals that I need to connect with to make this happen? The other thing that I would say here too, is that it can be so easy to find yourself trying to fit into other people's boxes. And and that's really when we feel the most icky or gross is when we are in environments that we know we don't fit or we just feel so uncomfortable. So I would encourage you to get clear on what it is you want, how others can support you, what you have to offer, and then give yourself permission if you find yourself in an environment that is not aligned with who you are, with your core beliefs, with your values, that you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do this because I got a network. That's not true. There are like-minded people out there just like you. There are people who are willing to support you and there are people who will gravitate towards your authenticity. So that is the encouragement here. To recap, There are fundamental differences between men and women, and I know that's obvious, but at the core of how we operate, how we function, and how we are trained as children, they're different. And so as women, the motivation, the encouragement here is really, one, you have to network. 
I usually don't go in a hundred percent on something, but I have yet to meet anyone who has achieved their goals, who have been successful, who have scaled heights, who have made large impacts that did it by themselves or that didn't at some point establish a group of people who were their supporters, who were able to open doors for them, who were able to give them opportunities that they otherwise wouldn't have had. If you know of some people, let me know, hit me up, DM me, let me know. But I I truly believe that this is an important element, uh, an important clue on what success looks like to build your business, to grow your brand, to grow yourself and, and, you know, what you're exposed to as a leader and as a CEO. And lastly, I will stress the fact that I know that we may not all be interested in outside funding or anything like that. But if you are, just know that this is a prime time to position yourself and that the opportunities are available, but it will require you to step into some circles or different circles or broader circles than what you're used to and not being afraid to do that and being who you are in the process. So that's what I have for you today in terms of closing the networking gap and ensuring that you are building your network in a way that is authentic, that is true, that is empowering for you. If you've struggled to network uh, like, quote unquote, a man, and these tips have helped you, I'd love to hear that. Again, please feel free to DM me, whether it be on LinkedIn or IG, my handle for both is Sabine Gideon, all one word, or you can send me an email at support at sabinegideon.com. Would love to hear it. And then of course, please don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a review. It means so much to me when you leave reviews, when you leave ratings, not only does it support the show, but it allows other individuals, other women CEOs and leaders to be able to find the show on the major platform. So thank you to those who have rated, who have subscribed, who download religiously every single week. And thank you to those who will rate or review um, or comment on the show. Again, feel free to DM me, LinkedIn or IG at Sabine Gideon. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear what strategies are working for you. And again, if you're feeling a little stuck or experiencing some blocks, would love to hear that too. So I can support you with some strategies or tips that might work for you as a first step to breaking through. With that, I will leave you. Have a fabulous rest of the week and I will be back with you next week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. Be sure to join us next week for another transformative discussion to help you grow, develop, and embody the courageous leader you've always been. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get alerts when new episodes drop and join us for our next Leaders Lounge meetup on Zoom. Details and dates for future sessions are included in the show notes below. So take a look there or head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to register and hold your spot for the next session. Again, that's sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to grab your spot. Excited to connect with you all inside the lounge. Talk to you soon.